Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to the I Fell Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Shay Ruff, also known as Wisdom by 30 author and owner. What is this podcast about? This podcast is a space where failure is welcome. Our guests and myself will be sharing our failed moments to help you get through yours and be set free from regret. So grab your favorite snacks, drink, friend, while we get free together. See you soon. So good to be with you guys, at least face to face and audio for those who want to listen instead of seeing. So thank you for being here at the IFL podcast. I am your host, Miss Shay Ruff, and I am here with the lovely, beautiful, stunning Miss <laughs> Danielle Bodget. <laughs> she hails from Meridian, Mississippi, another southern you girl. My <laughs> she is oh it's a long list and I I don't think we have time to go through all of everything that she does. <laughs> but just know if you're buying property or properties then you can definitely call sure. Miss Danielle. Sure. And she will definitely help you. So Danielle, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. For being so, here. so we're gonna talk about a topic that we both are gonna cringe on. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I need more time. So usually, me as the host, I don't cringe. Okay. But this one? Yeah. That's tough. Y'all, we talking about trust. Man. Failing at trusting people. Oh, man. Okay. So, you know how we do. We don't, we don't talk too much. We get right into it. So, Danielle, mm-hmm. tell me, well, define what does trust mean for you. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, this is hard because it's hard to put it into words. For me, trust is a feeling. So, like, trust is a security. Mm -hmm. I feel secure around someone to be my authentic self, to just be free in who I am. Right. So, that's how I would define trust. Like, I'm able to just be my free self, free and authentic self. I know what I share with you is going to stay in our space. I know that you have my best interests at heart. I trust you. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sense? struggling. Okay. okay, okay. So, so daily, no, uh, hourly, God is working on me when it comes to trust sure. because my first experience of trust came at a very, very young age. Okay. Um, and that was trusting my dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, meet him for the first time at five. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, <laughs> kind of stays around for a little while proposes to my mom yay we're happy and then the next thing I know he leaves her at the altar so being five six ish experiencing that is like (gasps) right what it changes your whole trajectory so I just realized like I had a come to Jesus moment Mm -hmm. maybe seven maybe eight years ago okay that this is where it stems Stems from right right Right. so not only was it with relationships Mm -hmm. dating relationships friendships right uh it was work relationships (laughs) all of the above (laughs) it was 
trust in the brand mm-hmm. if this food gonna be good or not yeah. like it's just so many pockets to right. trust right. that it was just a, a major struggle for me and my husband really like gave me a aha moment and was like whatever trust issues you have uh-huh. with that stems from your father you need to fix that okay because in order for me to have a fair chance right you, you gotta, gotta go back to the root yeah and i was like now i'm good because <laughs> I don't need to deal with that. I don't need to deal with that. Like, I don't even think about him. Like, I don't even talk about him. But no, it was, it, it was, oof. Yeah. That thing is heavy. It's super heavy. I say heavy a lot, but for real. No, like that. Really <laughs> that makes your heart beat fast. It does. It makes yeah. your heart beat fast. Yeah. It makes you want to apologize mm-hmm. to people. It makes you want to apologize to yourself. Yeah. Because you um, realize how it's impacted so many of your other relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, yeah, like it go back. Yeah. It is. <laughs> like it's really like undoing, uh-huh. literally untying your shoes right. and unlacing them and pulling the tongue out of the shoe right. and actually going to it. Okay, so where and who did you learn? trust from so mine is similar to yours oh um, <laughs> right so it's, it's get some tea y'all i know right <laughs> it's, it's two parts it's my family my parents so my mom and dad were not together i met my dad when i was two i don't remember meeting him but i met him when i was two okay um and he was in and out of the picture so he lived in meridian with us until i was probably like seven or eight okay and then he moved to tennessee in the time frame of him living in meridian i probably saw him maybe once every three months and he lived less than a mile away from me <gasps> So yeah, all right. Oh, started there. <laughs> started there. Sorry. Yeah. So then he moved to Tennessee, and you know we already don't have a great relationship, but that's my daddy. You know yeah. I want to be around him, and so he will often promise like I'm gonna come see you, I'm gonna come get you, I'm gonna come do all of these things, and he would just never show up. And so for me it was like I built this wall of like you're not gonna disappoint me. I'm not gonna be disappointed in life. Right. Like, I know what to expect now. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get this wall when you're talking to me. Thank you. <laughs> and and you don't get to hurt me. You don't get to disappoint me, right? right? Because I know what disappointment feels like and I have experienced it. I know what it looks like when we're going in that direction and so I know how to just shut down. So, so you said a lot. <laughs> because I know those moments of anticipation Mm -hmm. when someone says that they're going to do something for you especially being like i don't know a girl that doesn't want to be a daddy's girl right like i don't right i haven't met a girl that was just like nah that daddy's girl you can have all that but no i don't know a young lady that does not want to be a daddy's girl and for me i wanted to be that Mm -hmm. i wanted to experience that right right i was open to it and the i'm gonna pick you up turn into two weeks later mm-hmm. popping in like nothing happened yeah. like you never said anything like, or anything like no, that I'm so sorry. no uh, no that. i apologize no <laughs> or oh, i got stuck in traffic or i had to go to work mm-hmm. or nothing like that it was just oh, okay what's up i'm here now <laughs> so let's do what we're gonna do but what we gonna do about two weeks ago because <laughs> when i was sitting in the door right. indian style right I think about that like I, I was like six or seven and my mom told me he was coming I like took a shower I put on perfume mm-hmm. I put on my best dress she let me put on her like makeup and lipstick and he didn't show oh and he didn't show up and so it's like bro I did I, as a six or seven year old like I I'm wanted prepared. I was ready for you to yeah. be here and you didn't show or he would show up at like one or two in the morning yeah 
So, so what you gonna do with the is, six year old? We're not what we doing. Yeah. I'm asleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm asleep. There's nothing else yeah. that I can do. That yeah. so. Oh yeah, that's stemming from because unfortunately, mm-hmm. our story is a lot of other people's yeah, story when it comes to trust. And some of us get it, and some of us are, just don't, and yeah. we're oblivious to yeah. it. And so I definitely was that person who was like, I shut it out. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's done. Like I don't. Yeah. It don't affect me right. anymore because <laughs> I'm good. I shut it out. I closed <laughs> right. the door right. and I locked it. Yeah. So I'm just saying, but it never like I don't know how to how to how to even like tell you where to start or how to navigate through it because for me it was mm-hmm. for me I had to accept it first. Yeah. Had to accept the fact that I didn't trust, mm-hmm. and so and I was I was laughing because I told. A friend of mine that my favorite song that I used to wake up to when Drake had like his mixtape uh-huh. and he had the song Trust Issues. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So that was my playlist for today. That was like, your jam. That was my, everywhere right, I went, right. what I was doing, like Trust Issues was my, that was my thing. Okay. And for a while, well, not for a while. I can't say for a while because I didn't have the conscious or the heart to do it. Mm-hmm. But when I would date, it was more like, I'm done. Whatever. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really care yeah. how, how you feel at this moment. Well, Thanks for the dinner. My life like this. You don't have to come from my neck like this. No, I'm serious because I was like, if if they can do it, yeah, surely, right, I can do the same thing. And so I would be like, okay, thanks for Thank dinner, you, bye. Thank thanks for this you, gas thanks. money, appreciate it. Like it was a transaction. It was just yeah. a transaction or yeah. whatever. And it wasn't nothing physical. It was just mm. like the typical, I'm hungry. I don't feel like spending my money. <laughs> um, I want to go have fun at Dave and Buster's. I don't feel like spending my money uh-huh. or nothing like that. My bad if you watch it. <laughs> we, we sorry. sorry. I'm so much <laughs> better now. <laughs> I'm so much better now. I promise. Yeah, sorry. It was a phase. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, but it, it, it was like I had to have a meeting with myself and be like, you can't keep doing yeah. this. Like this is not, this is not okay. But never in that moment did I think that it stemmed all the um, way back from that. All the way back mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. So with um, with learning that form yeah. of non-trusting, uh-huh. right? <laughs> of non-trusting. So how did you know that you were like? What was your pivotal moment? How did you know you were failing at trusting people? Hmm. I think it's two parts for me. So I have the trust with my dad. So it really started probably like a year and a half ago when I realized that there were issues with with multiple relationships that I had. Mm. And so it was just from prayer of like, okay, God, mainly I'm having issues with my trust with you. That's that's the main issue. (laughs) I'm having trouble trusting you fully and I can't figure out why Mm -hmm. and so in prayer it was like God started revealing to me where I had started building these walls and like shutting people out in relationships and saying like no you don't get this part of me no you know and then it bled into my relationship with God because I was seeing him as like an extension of these people and I was like, actually, I'm doing the same thing to him. I'm mm-hmm. saying, no, you don't get this part of me. You don't get this part of me. Stop, stop. <laughs> Be quiet. So <laughs> that's really where it started. It started because I realized that I wasn't fully trusting God. And then, he, like I said, he started revealing to me the issues with my dad. But then 
I would, I would say probably like six months ago is when it really, it really kind of shook me because he took me back to college to a relationship that I had with a, a friend in college. Um, she was my prayer partner. So okay. I was like a junior or senior in college. We had the best relationship, like all, together all of the time, like praying for each other. And I feel like she helped me see a part of who God was. Yeah. And like, it was just, it was just really good. Um, but then something traumatic happened between us um, at school and I she she somewhat blamed me and I didn't really know how to deal with yeah. it. Um, she was sexually assaulted on campus. Oh no. Right. And I was an RA at the time. Got and so it. I felt like a little bit responsible for it because I wasn't on campus. I had nothing to do with it, but it was my friend and so yeah. I felt responsible like I should have been there to help. And she didn't know how to process through that, and I didn't either. No one had taught us like how to. Cause get you don't it. expect right. That. No, no one. You don't be like, oh, I'm gonna go to school and get a job. Exactly. Out no one had taught us how to process through that, and so she started like basically pushing people away, and I didn't know how to deal with that. Cause I'm like, you're my best friend, you're my prayer partner, like you're an extension of God to me. Like I don't know how to deal with this, and I remember. Like being in a fetal position on my dorm room floor, like just crying oh because I was just heartbroken of like this this traumatic moment happened, and now pretty much our friendship has ended over this because neither one of us know how to deal with it. And from that, I think from that moment on, my friendships changed the yeah. trajectory of my friendships because I wouldn't let anybody in. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not after being in a fetal position on the floor. We not going here no more. And I never dealt with it. Like I never, I got over it. I went to counseling, went to therapy and stuff, but I never dealt with the way I looked at God from that situation. Cause I, I kind of blame God a little bit. Cause I'm like, yeah. this is, you gave me this person and then this traumatic event happens. And then our friendship is kind of ruined and I'm just out here. I'm just kind of out here on my own. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So that's he took me back to that moment, and it and it really was kind of like a purge of like, whoo! I haven't dealt with this in almost ten years. Yeah. Oh and wow! Like, like all of the emotions came back, but this time it was different because I allowed God to be there to help me through it. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna go back to this, and it still hurts really bad, but I'm gonna let you help heal me from mm -hmm. this. And so I feel like my relationships and my trust kind of shifted at that point because I realized where the root was as far as my friendships were concerned. And yeah, it was heavy. Like you say, it was heavy. <laughs> it yeah, was heavy. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> because... Uh, uh, okay. Okay. So the relationship with God peace. Right. Okay. I can definitely um I can definitely relate. Mm -hmm. Because my thing was okay, I'm gonna pray mm -hmm. and I'm gonna give this thing to God, right? And I'll give it to him and I'll be like, Here you go. Mm -hmm. All right. And then I'll be like, I prayed about this. Ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing happening yet. <laughs> so you done? You want me to help you? You know what? I'll find another way. <laughs> and I'll take it help. from here. Mm -hmm. But also, in for me, it was showing up, again, in mm -hmm. friendships and relationships. Uh -huh. Because if I asked you to do something for me, mm -hmm. Danielle, can you do this? Can you mm -hmm. do that? Whatever. And you wholeheartedly say, yes, without a doubt, right. I can do that. And you don't show up. Mm. 
you're cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're cut off. Like we're done. Right. Yeah, without a notice no or anything like that. There's no negotiation. Yeah. You're just done. Your right. contract's over. Thanks. Right. Appreciate that. And because I was so good at cutting people mm -hmm. off, like it was just nothing for me. Yeah. Like you could blink wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, <laughs> Okay, I'm good now. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Cause this don't this uh -huh. don't look right. Right. At all. And I feel away about it and some of the friendships well let's just be honest some of the friendships just needed to be cut sure. off like some people that i was friends with it was for a season mm -hmm. and i get that mm -hmm. and but there are some that i could have been like we could work through we this. could work through this yeah. or we can talk about this mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. and so not realizing that all of this from one moment was carrying over into all of this stuff definitely led to God. Yeah. Because I'm saying, since Booba, I believe in God. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, at the altar and everything. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I pay my tithes. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And it's not, no. I don't yeah. trust him. Like, no, I don't trust him. And I didn't trust men. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just the truth of it. Now, I would, it was oxymoronic because I love hard. Okay. So how can you love hard no, and not trust it people? It makes complete sense right? to me. <laughs> Initially it did and then I was like, that, shit, that don't make sense. <laughs> that don't make sense because I'm just like openly I'm giving. Right. Like if you're in need of something, I'm gonna give it to I'm you. Gonna give it to you. Mm -hmm. Even if I just met you like five right. minutes ago. Right. Oh, you need a stick of gum, he go. Mm -hmm. Oh, you need lip gloss. Oh, I got I an extra you. pack and yeah. it's, like, it's sealed and everything's right. random, right. he go. But I didn't trust, like, I could dish it out, but I could not I take, take it. it. And if it looked like you were trying to love slash show that you're trustworthy, I'm like, <laughs> nah, fam, oh. I'm good. <laughs> no new friends. No, no new friends. friends. <laughs> nah. It's just me and Jesus right. alone. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. So, no, it, it was. It was a very immature thing. Yeah. Very, very, very immature thing. And so I sympathize or empathize with your with your situation and your friendship because mm -hmm. to first of all, it's hard to find a friend that's going right. to even be a prayer partner mm -hmm. or even match the level that you're on when it comes to prayer, intercessory, God, God or whatever. Yeah. Even at that age. Right. In college. In college. Twenty one years old. Yeah. <laughs> Let me nah. tell you something. <laughs> nah. I was not in church many, all my not life. Too many <laughs> yeah, not I was in church all my life, yeah. and when I moved to Atlanta, it was like, let me test these waters mm -hmm. and see what <laughs> see what this life is about. Right. Like, granted, my apartment complex was literally walking distance to a church that was on the okay. hill. I was like, eh, I'll, I'll go when I want to. I'll get that one day. Eh, okay. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Nope, it's free before eleven. I'm good. <laughs> that's like that's what that's right. what i was going through at that age so to even be in that mm -hmm. mind frame is just like kudos Thank to you me. guys for even <laughs> being at that level but no she well it didn't like well i would say that was probably the end for me i had like a six year stint of like no i'm good guy Ooh. like we tried this and now um because our trust is broken yeah the i don't trust you anymore guy and i don't trust the people that you put around me so i'm gonna just go do my thing yeah that seems i'll be back right <laughs> it seems safer for me to just be over here living my life yeah so 
That's so tough, man. Because <laughs> it it's a lot of people out here that's hurting mm-hmm. on some level or another, especially ooh, 2020. Right. It came through wrecking everybody. Like, nobody is safe. Lives. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nobody is safe. Man. And none of us were prepared right. for it. None of us saw it. We still holding on to our seat. For and- the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we got the rest of this year. Yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah, like, it it's, uh, it's absolutely crazy. But it's a lot of people hurting on mm-hmm. so many levels. And to think that a lot of people have just been like i'm done with i'm done with god yeah because he did this this and this mm-hmm. or he allowed mm-hmm. this this and this to happen and they just feel broken and not realizing that that trust stemmed from something so else yeah so many other things and so um i am i'm grateful that there was a level of um I don't want to say common sense, but I can't find another word. Mm -hmm. But there is a level of common sense that I was just like, let me go back to God. Because this right here is not working. working. (laughs) This right here is not working. And some people are just like, nah, I'm good. I'll try something else. Mm -hmm. And they never come back. That's true. Like some people just never come back. They turn to other things, Mm -hmm. um, other mechanisms of coping um, outside of him. And so... I'm just grateful that I was just like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm yeah. gonna just, I'm gonna go back. And to I'm him. grateful for God too because it's like He was always there knocking. Yeah, like He was even though I was over here acting a fool. He was still like, I know that you're hurting. I know that you're going through something. I know that you know you've had a lot of trauma in your life, and I'm still here. Yeah, even though it's ugly, I'm still here, and I'm still waiting for you. So yeah, I just appreciate that grace because. You know, you feel him knocking sometimes. Something will happen and you be like, Ooh, Oh, you know you're not supposed I'm to be in a certain place. <laughs> I'm a mess right now. You know you're not supposed to be in a certain right. place, be around a certain person. Uh-huh. And you just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. It's like, God, yeah. still right there. He's like, like, hey, get out the car. <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah, come over here. <laughs> come outside. Yeah. Come outside. But no, that is, yeah, because he's. That's the one thing about God is that he'll never force, mm-hmm. right? He'll never force us to do anything. Right. It's always choice. Right. And so, and it's just like the scripture says, I, behold, I stand at the door and knock, mm-hmm. right? And it's up to you to let him in mm-hmm. and for him to have the patience. Ooh, because I do not. <laughs> Guess <laughs> I what? Not. I done left a long, oh, time, ago. A long time But for ago. him to have the patience to even do that is just. Um, it's amazing. It mm-hmm. is it is the the greatest form of love right. that I've ever experienced. Um, in messes mm-hmm. on top of messes because mm-hmm. it was more than <laughs> two. So <laughs> so yeah, it is a blessing for for him to even get to that point. So with trusting, okay. So we've gone through the trauma. Okay, we've pulled up the root right of the issue. We're, we're rekindling the flame of a relationship <laughs> with God, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was right, a good one. Right. Um, <laughs> we're rekindling this flame with God or whatever. Where did you start? Was it a scripture? Was it a song? Was it a, let me carve out some time to hmm, That's a good question. I, I think it, it was a scripture. So it was, a, I have it tattooed on me, but it's Joshua 1-9. And so... Oh. 
Right. When I was going through, I think it was like my lowest, lowest moment because I had some stuff going on with my mom. I was in grad school. It was just my life was pretty much falling apart. Got it. Um, and one of my friends was like, let's go get a tattoo, blah, blah, blah. And I was going to get the verse. It's in Romans. It's like, there's therefore now no condemnation. I'm yeah. like, can't nobody judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Any street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow on the way there, I was like, I don't know if this is the verse. And it was like divine. Like God just took me to the verse in Joshua, Joshua 1 9, that says, Haven't I commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not fear nor be dismayed. Because right. Jehovah your God is with you wherever you go. And it was it was like that knock. I was like, Woo. You even in the tattoo shop. Even in my okay. <laughs> You are still right here with me. Right, in the shop. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of the beginning of it. I think that was probably like a year and a half after a lot of things had happened. And so that was the beginning of like, okay, God. And then I got it tattooed on me, so I see it all the time. <laughs> right. Quick reminder. Right. So it's like, even when I am messing up, even when I'm at my lowest, you're still here. You're yeah. still in this pit with me. You're still, you know, here with me. And so I think that was the turning point of like, what does it mean for God to be with me all the time? You know, yeah. like even in my mess, what does it mean for him to be with me? And so it started with like a journey of me trying to understand who is this God? Because I don't think that he's who people are necessarily representing all the time. Like <laughs> the way people have treated me and the way that people have said that this is who you are like that's not who I've experienced you to be and so instead of me saying well church folks this and that or church folks have turned me off from God I had to get real with myself and say who is God for me yeah like I don't really know I don't know I have no idea <laughs> I don't know so it just began on like a journey and it was slow but I, it was like you said, God is not forceful. Like he let me be on the journey to find who he is and yeah. who he is in my life. So so yeah. that is important because I always tell people, build your relationship with God first. Right. Because that is the truest form of you knowing him mm -hmm. and not going off of what somebody else And did. nobody can take that from yeah. you. Yeah. Like nobody can come in and take that right. even if they wanted to. Because for many of us... Um, why well, I say me for me I used to depend on the prayers of my mom mm -hmm. and, the, and the prayers of my grandmother mm -hmm. like the my grandmother was the pillar of my family okay. on, on my mom's side yeah. and so the pivotal moment for me was um, with building my relationship with God was when my grandmother passed mm -hmm. and so um, everybody got out of the limo to um, to go to the grave site, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, nah, I'm gonna sit in the car mm -hmm. or whatever. And I hadn't cried or anything. I was good the whole day. Well, right. the half the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we until were, it hit yeah, you. until yeah. it hit me. And so I'm sitting in the car or whatever. And so I see her casket, but then I start seeing them lower, lower mm -hmm. it into the ground. Mm -hmm. And I instantly felt every prayer she ever prayed for me snatched off my life. It was as if somebody took my shirt off and was just like, you're uncovered now. Wow. And so it was like, <gasps> like a gasp yes. for me. And so I instantly broke down like I could, <sighs> I couldn't wow. breathe, like yes. I couldn't pull yes. it together or whatever. Yes. And so um, what made me like pull it together is when they opened the door and my family started getting back into the car and I kind of had to 
pull it together yeah. or whatever. And I was like, oh Lord, I gotta get, I gotta get to know God. Right. I'm uncovered right. in these streets. <laughs> But that was need some help. <laughs> yeah, that was important to me because mm-hmm. again, I had been in church all my life. Mm-hmm. I knew what people were saying about God because you know Baptist church, right? Testimony right. <laughs> time, and it's the one person that's always shouting, <laughs> and you just like, who, girl?" Again, what well, Jesus right. saved my life? Bill. <laughs> okay, you know what? Uh, Y'all, I'm hungry. <laughs> Can we go now? Can we go now? Can we not hurt this I'm about to go to the store in a minute. But, <laughs> you know, it was always something. And not to take away from her testimony. Right, because right. that's the way she loved on God. Right. And that's how she praised him. And I'm mature now. Because <laughs> yes. I was a child back then. And I was like, can we go? Because she can't get the mic no more. But mm-hmm. I had to literally learn how to get to know God, love God, mm-hmm. receive God. And all of and all of what comes with him, because right. I knew he was saving me from stuff. Yeah, but I couldn't, like, I didn't know how to communicate with him. Mm, okay. So I thought it was a King James version. Right. You feel like you have to be say the right things or say the yeah, right yeah, way. yeah. Like mm. I just thought I had to be Arthello. Yeah. <laughs> somebody in the bible yeah. with thou or thus is and uh-huh. i felt like i had to sit up right and i had to have my bible here right. and i had to have my highlighter here <laughs> yeah. and my, and, my yeah. and it's not even that deep it's not, that deep it's not even that deep so now we have a real conversation because i'm like okay yeah god this ain't working this not working i'm gonna need you to help right me here. or i'm about to snatch them right and i need you to snatch me <laughs> before i do something ungodly before i really misrepresent who you right. are but no <laughs> jumping it you know how we used to play jumping double dutch out. yeah <laughs> and if you didn't really know how to jump too good you're like oh, mm-hmm. it gotta tap the ground a certain right. way you gotta hear a certain or sound like and you gotta, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to put your foot in or whatever but no yeah. it was like and you i finally and, and keep time. moving <laughs> in your yeah. time and you be like okay lord i have done this this design unto As you unto you yeah mm-hmm. and i am now i am serving your people right be blessed <laughs> but <laughs> it's just that easy but um yeah, and then also the the part of well, we might as well talk about it. Trusting church, right? Ooh. Girl, that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to go there, we can go there. <laughs> so I will say, for me, anything that you hear right now is based upon my personal experience same, with church, same, and is not based upon the church, um, as, a whole. The church as a whole. <laughs> and so here, here's the here's the gotcha gotcha. The gotcha gotcha is. We are the church. Yes. Wow. Right. Yes. It's not four walls. Right. Yes, we go into the sanctuary. We commune together. We join together. Right. We celebrate together. We, we worship together. But it, we are the church, y'all. Right. We are. So if we're more always, people could get that. Because <laughs> right, right now we're doing ministry right. in front of your face, right. <laughs> or in your ears, whatever yeah. you you're partaking in. Now we're doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Even. You could be shopping. You doing ministry. You know what I mean? Right. To your closet. But um 
into your your, your wardrobe. <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's still ministry. But let's let's talk about that okay. because. Uh, no, okay. that, that plays into a lot of my story. But I was like, I don't, I, I don't know if you want to go there. So, <laughs> oh, <that's it. laughs> okay, I'm gonna uh, go ahead. Still- yeah, that goes into a lot of it. So I'll give you a little background. So I was homeschooled K through twelve by my mom. She was a single parent. She did not have the means, the time, anything to homeschool me. But we went to this church, who that a part of like you being spiritual or saved was you homeschooling your kids very strange but you like that's you know, new your kids it the idea was like your kids shouldn't be a part of the world so like they shouldn't be it right it's it's out there it's out there i wasn't ready it's I was out like, there <laughs> I growing up and looking back it had some cult-like characteristics okay yep, okay yeah um but that was my introduction to god mm-hmm. everything was wrong like if mm. you did not live act look speak a certain way mm-hmm. then you were not godly mm. you were not going to heaven you were not you really weren't going to be accepted in the church Ooh. um and i you don't know me that well but i don't accept things super well like I, I'm always gonna be a little different than everybody yeah. else like that's just who I am and so that's who I was as a child growing up and I was rejected like hard hard rejected <laughs> but, it's a hard it was, pass. but it was because for me I think even as a child I wanted to know who God was I'm not a follower like that is not who I am so I remember like Probably the kindergartners through second grade were all getting baptized, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Now, why are we getting baptized?" And they were like, "Because this means you you made a relation or you changed and you have a relationship with God now." And I'm like, "Right, but when do we do that?" Like, I'm asking all of the questions of like, "Why am I getting baptized?" And they explained it, and I was like, "I don't think I want to get baptized because I haven't like, experienced this yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't. That's not. I haven't had that experience with right. God yet. So even at six years old, I was like." I'm not here for that. Like I, I don't want to get baptized because y'all get baptized. I'm I want to get. <laughs> I don't want to get baptized because I experienced something and I haven't. So that was like I said no at an early age, and in their mind I was saying no to God. And so it was like, oh you, no, you're a little different. <laughs> you have rejected Anarchy. God. Yeah, basically you have rejected God. And I didn't give my life to Christ until I was 16. But it's from six, right? But from six to 16, I was in this church that pretty much rejected me. Yeah. Like did. To the point of like, I played piano. They wouldn't let me play piano in church. They wouldn't let me. You, if you did not fit in this box, then no. So you couldn't even use your gifts in your no. talent. Because they were like, why would you use your gifts to God if you rejected God? I'm like, I, I rejected, rejected y'all. God. I just ain't there yet. No, no. <laughs> I ain't there yet. So then fast forward, um, probably like 2021. 20, I got saved when I was 16. I was on fire for God for like four or five years until the incident with my friend happened. Right. At that same time, my mom, who has been in this church my whole life, considered a woman of God, prays over me. She starts dating this man and says, actually, I don't want to be with God no more. Actually, that's not. <laughs> actually, I'm good. Ooh. And so that like that shattered my foundation because yeah. she was the person who had been holding me up all of this time not necessarily not really god like i had this foundation of my mom right. who had been pouring into me 
And then now I don't have anything. I'm just out here because my mom was like, no, I, she's not praying for me anymore. She's not going to church anymore. And I felt really, and then the church, let's go back to the church. Hold on. They were basically like, you have to choose. It's either us or her. Because she has turned away from God at this point in their mind. And it's like, so what are you going to do? But like, what happened to yeah. save this soul? Uh-uh. What happened uh-uh. to praying people through? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So, naturally, I'm going to choose my mama. <laughs> like, what you mean? Like, you tripping. Like, I was going What you mean? So, not only did I lose that relationship with my mom, I've now lost, even though it was a broken relationship with the church, I've mm-hmm. now lost the support system over here as well. Wow. So, I'm just out here. No covering. Just living life. Just wow. <laughs> basically, just wild <laughs> But I think that that also has so much to do with my relationship with God because I'm like, these are your people. These, these are representatives. These are the people for my whole life who've been saying they following you. And this is the foolishness they bringing to me. Like, <laughs> so you want me to be on your side when they acting like this? How, sweet? How? I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> How is this going to work out for us? <laughs> Oh, my discount. Matter of fact, I mean, all right. my money back. Give it all back right now. <laughs> I want it all back. So here's here's the other the other crazy thing is that my story is similar. Yeah. Because well, the whole well, I wouldn't say the church that I grew up in was called like mm-hmm. it was cliquish. Okay. That's what I will say. Okay. So it was this family, this family, this family, this family, okay. this family, and we were like certain families with thickest Steve and others families were not not. Mm -hmm. and so the um the ministry staff chose who they wanted to be cool with and who they didn't want to be cool with but long story short my mom uh ran into some financial trouble she Mm -hmm. was a single parent Mm -hmm. three children i'm the oldest only girl (laughs) (laughs) and so um so i'm basically helping my mom or whatever but she went to the church and she said to them, I am in a financial disarray. Right. I need some assistance. Okay. Financial assistance. Right. They pull out the book. What book? The good book? Not the good book. <laughs> oh, what book? The they financial pull out the, statements. The financial statements. Wow. The accounting statements. The green book with the green lines. You're that right. one. And they turned to her page and was like. She had a whole page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they turned to her page and was like, um, you haven't paid tithes in about three or four months. Are you serious? And this is the same church that she grew up in. My grandmother grew up in this church. All of her siblings grew up in this church. Like this was a progressional Ooh. situation, right? And she was like But I've been faithful over All a few things. Okay. Right. And you mean to tell me because I have missed a couple of months? It was like there's nothing we can do. Wow. And so she politely took her stuff and she left. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not going back. (laughs) I'm good. I'm not going back. So it was like this tug of war type thing. Because I wanted to go to church. Mm -hmm. And I would want to go to church with my grandmother Mm -hmm. and my aunt or whatever. And my mom would be like, Nope. Wow. Mm-mm. And she wouldn't go. Like Mm -hmm. she would not go. My mom stayed out of church for almost 20 years wow 
almost 20 years um just recently probably two maybe three years ago she finally right. found a church home mm -hmm. and finally was like she's gonna go back my mom was in the choir she was a sunday school teacher she was all of these things in the church things that i grew up to right. to love or right. whatever and then it was like boop, bomb drop everything, everything shattered yep. or whatever and so it was it was a true tug of war but because she hadn't paid her tithes in a for couple three of months, months. Girl. There was like, yeah, it's not we could do. We <laughs> it's not we could do. But that Ooh. was that was that was a piece of distorting my vision mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. But I had my own personal encounter in two thousand in two thousand twelve. Mm -hmm. I was pregnant with my firstborn. Okay. And prior to that, um, I was married to someone mm -hmm. and he ended up joining the church that i was at okay which means everybody knows him everybody yeah. knows me right all right all my business right <laughs> but then in 2010 we divorced okay right and he did like the sob story of i woe is me when he was the wolf in sheep's clothing yeah. and so i'm being nice okay mm -hmm. and so he kind of did like this distorting of who i was and people just to judgment based Got upon it. him i can get through that right. i don't care about that okay. whatever but fast forward to 2012 i'm pregnant with my firstborn mm -hmm. i am in a relationship with somebody mm -hmm. else and um one of the ladies that i looked up to well first i was at a women's conference okay. at the church and so i go into the foyer and i'm getting ready to go to the bathroom and i used to praise dance at this particular church mm -hmm. and a couple of the ladies, the older ladies that was in ministry was standing around and they saw me and they was like, Dancer, we haven't seen you in a while. Okay. Whatever. And I was like, Oh. And they saw my stomach and they was like, Oh my God, you're pregnant. Uh huh. And so while two of them were happy, three of them was like, Hmm. <laughs> how you get pregnant? Right. <laughs> we thought you were divorced. How did this so, happen? how did this happen? And so, and so the other two were like, oh my God, congratulations. Tell me, right. Whatever you need, we got right. you, whatever. Like, extremely supportive. And then one was like, I don't see no ring on your finger. Wow. I said, no. Nope. There's not. There's no ring. <laughs> There's no reason. It's not one. It's that. not one at all. And so, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so I'm going to go to the bathroom because I'm here for the women's conference. Uh -huh. You're not going to mess up my right, day. Right, right. I'm here for this conference. And so I go into... Um, we had a break. I'm getting ready to go into the parking lot. Another a lady that I looked up to or whatever, and I pulled her to the side because I hadn't told her. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm pregnant. And so, um, and so she was like, Oh, for who? <laughs> I was like, What the <laughs> what? Like what, what okay, whatever. She was like, So you just out here in, in these streets, huh? I was like, wow, wow, thank you for your wow, support. thank you so much for your support. So not only do you think I'm a whore, right. <laughs> you just, okay, that's fine, thanks, I'm done. That, at that moment, I was like, I'm done with this church, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. And I left. And I absolutely left. But the good thing was, it did not distort my vision of God because I had a strong enough relationship with him to know who he is right. and know that they were not yes, of him. <laughs> this is my guy. <laughs> Y'all are not right <laughs> of him. Right. So I, you know, I say all of that to say that it was a very 
tough moment because my my mom's story could have very easily been my story mm-hmm. For sure. where I had not communed with the saints. Mm-hmm. For almost twenty years, <laughs> right? Understandably so. so. Yeah, it, and it's so, and yeah. it's absolutely crazy. And so I just I want to pause for a moment, mm-hmm. just to if you're listening or you're you're watching, I want to apologize to anybody yes. who has been hurt in the church. Yes. Okay, in the four walls. Okay, if anybody misrepresented God at any point, given time or point or whatever, please, on every behalf. I apologize. We are sorry. We yeah. Well, <laughs> I apologize because here's the thing: we are imperfect people right. trying to call ourselves leading other imperfect people, right. and so we put these these unrealistic expectations. It's mess leading mess. Yeah, mess. on each other. It's the blind leading the <laughs> right, blind. Like right. literally, we out here Ray Charles in it. <laughs> Ray Charles leading Stevie Wonder out here. Like man. it's just it's just a disaster. And so if you if you've been hurt, I I I ask that you give God a chance yes. first. Give God a chance and then decide from there. I talked to him and asked him where he would want you to be. Right. But just know that you are a ministry, you are loved by him, right. and he's absolutely phenomenal. The representatives that he have sometimes suck. Yes. But <laughs> But he's absolutely dope. Yeah, Yeah. he's absolutely dope. So, and it is okay to trust him. And it's okay to question too. Yes, ask questions. I hated that part. (laughs) Because church people tell you, don't question God. No, question God. Question what's going on. Yes. Question what you're feeling. Bring all of your hurts and everything to him because he can handle it. He can take yeah. all of that off your plate and carry it for you. Just like you bring all your ties to the storehouse, right. bring all your issues yep. to the storehouse so that way they can be addressed. And your conversation don't have to be dials and dusts. No. Your conversation could be just, just like, like this. this. <laughs> just like, like this. Like, what's up, fam? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you, you know, know what's going on? Like get your people, all right. Get your Not people because they they out here trying me. Um, yes. So yeah, so he is absolutely phenomenal. He made you, so he already know who right. you are and know what you're capable of and know what you're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't allow these people. And he's been with you through all of the hurts too. So that's not a surprise. Whatever you bring to him is not a surprise. It's not he a surprise. He's he's out here. here. He sees it all. He is this, big he brother just out wants here. you to bring it to him. Yes. He knows it all, but he just wants you to be like, here, I'm placing this at your feet. Yes. You have your way. Do what you will or whatever the case is. So bring it to him. Because yes. again, he's not forceful. No. He's waiting on you. He's waiting for you to He's make the decision. So, yeah. You know, only you can know what that knock is. Only you can know what that feels like and, yep. and how to give that over to him. So. And it could be literal. Uh, it could be a literal knock, mm-hmm. or it could be something that's a vending machine. Yeah. Or you know, I, y'all can tell I like snacks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it could be anywhere. It could be at the gas station. Right. It could be like. Through another person. Through another person. Your child. Mm -hmm. Because we don't give children enough credit. So, yeah. So, it could be anything. A text message. Something you see on social media. Just a quick post. Whatever. But, so, let me ask you this, Daddy. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, how do you trust today? I think it's a work in progress. I'm not gonna lie. It's a it's a work in progress. Um, I feel like my trust in God 
that's where I've started. Okay. Like, take everybody else out. Like, let's just work on me and my trust with God. Yeah. And I think that as my relationship with him strengthens, then everything else grows from there. Mm-hmm. So when I was talking about, like, the turn in my life of, like, okay, I'm going to have to give God a try. Like, let me figure out who he is. That's when my trust started shifting. And that's when he started showing me, like, this mess you got going on over here, the way you've been trusting me, the way you've been putting up walls, it's not going to get you to where I want you to be. Yeah. You are going to shut out your blessings or what I have in store for you because you're shutting out relationships that I have designed to get you where you need to be. Oof. And that's that's tough. Like, when you look back and, like, oh, I could be in a different place if I had just trusted people or if mm-hmm. I had loved differently. I trusted um, people that he sent. Right, Yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's a day by day thing of just saying, okay, God, today I'm gonna trust you, and I need you to help me trust other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's all hard. It's hard. <laughs> it, it really, it really yeah. is. It really is hard. It's hard. I, I don't think that you. For me, I don't know that I'll ever be at a place where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. I got it now. I. For, it really is every day. Like I have to make a choice. I'm gonna trust God. And then the people that he brings in my life, I'm going to, I trust him so much to know that he's bringing people in my life who are going to help develop my character, who are going to help grow me as a person spiritually and just as a woman. So as I'm trusting you, God, I'm asking you for discernment to know who the crazies are and know who the people are. (laughs) True. Can you say the D word again? Discernment. Yes. (laughs) Discernment is for real. Right. I wish I had it you right. know because I don't think you have to just be out here like trusting everybody God is going to give you discernment on and wisdom be, right who needs to be in your life and not so yeah and if you lack wisdom ask, ask for it ask and for then it. also read the book of Proverbs mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for real because it's all about trust oh and you got to read it in the message bible yes. version please because do read yeah. King James you will be confused in King James you're going to go to sleep that's what's gonna happen because I did. Be but really <laughs> so read it in the message yes. Bible because the message Bible gives you everything that you need and it's it like makes a it love literal. Letter. Yeah, yeah, like it makes it literal and it it, it is in your face. Mm-hmm. I just want to say it's gonna call you <laughs> out. You gonna feel you. attacked. It's fine. Yep. You'll, you'll but be you can. I be telling God, okay, so you coming for my neck today? Yeah, all right. like this what we I, doing. All right, this is this, this, this is exactly yeah, what we doing. So so to start with. I guess the way that I started learning how to trust was Mm -hmm. through journaling. Okay. So I write a lot. I have 17 notebooks now. Yeah. All right. Because certain things hit me and I'll be like, okay, okay I got to write this down. I got to okay. write that down. That but sense. I also um, have a uh, app. No, I'm not getting paid for this, but <laughs> it's a good idea. Um, it's called the Gratitude app. Okay. And so every day it asks you a question regarding gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so, and gratitude is another way that I learn how mm-hmm. to trust God. Because I'm like, dang, you doing all this yeah, stuff for I'm me so and I don't even trust it. you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like friend zoning him mm-hmm. pretty much. Like, you cool and everything. You can do all that <laughs> stuff for me, but you're going to stay right here in this friend zone box. But yeah. no. <laughs> but the gratitude, uh, that's another way that I learned. I started learning how to trust because I started taking account, like literally counting my blessings. Uh-huh. And then um, 
and not just the present ones, just like from the time that it started up until now. Because the truth is, I was a stillborn baby. Oh, wow. And I was premature. I was supposed to be born in January of 85. Okay. I was born in November of 84. And um, my mom had me in my grandmother's kitchen. Okay. Henceforth the wait. No. Um, <laughs> but she had me um, in the kitchen. I was not alive and the nurse who uh, resuscitated me brought me back to life her name was Sharon so that's where my name comes from and then my mom's best friend at the time her middle name was Denise so that's where Denise comes from and so here I am today so starting from that up until now is like you got a lot of blessings yeah started from the day that I crossed over into this place until Forever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, gratitude was a place that I started. So, what advice would you give to someone who is attempting to jump on this journey? Because mm-hmm. they not, no, I'm not going to say jump. They are tipping, they put putting their, their toe. toe. <laughs> the big toe first. Yes. The big toe goes first. And then they'll put the rest yeah. of the toes in. Um, My advice would be to take your time. Like, you don't have to have it all figured out today or tomorrow. Um, I think. For me, it was like, I'm like, oh, I got to figure this all out. And I got to be the perfect Christian by next week. Yeah. Like, I got to go on these fasts and I got to do all of this thing and, and clean myself up so that I'm ready to present myself to God. And that's mm. not, he doesn't ask you to do that. No, he, he, there's nowhere in the Bible that says you, know, you got to do that. And if you, personally, you. when you read Bible stories, I personally think they take too long. Mess. <laughs> they were so messy. <laughs> I, I think they take too long. You didn't yeah. want all this mouth and how long? Right. All right. Okay. Job had to wait how long? Right. All right. Okay. Abraham had what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I need. I need. I need now. <laughs> I need money now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's that's good. Yeah. Advice. Taking your time. Just attempt to get to know who he is, mm-hmm. um, and that for me, that didn't even start with reading my Bible. That was just that's like, what I'm about to say. Yeah, it didn't start, it like, didn't that start like that for me. It was I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and go to church one time, and then I would go, and I probably wouldn't go for like another three months. Mm-hmm. But I would remember what they were saying, or I would remember the people that I encountered. Um, and then <clears throat> I lived in Kansas for a little while and I started a small group. I don't know why, because I really wasn't into the church. Or yeah. like that, but I was like, I'm going to try a small group. And I went probably every other week and I shared some stuff and they didn't judge me. And I was like, oh, okay, I could go, I could go back because <laughs> they, they're accepting they real. Who I, yeah, they're accepting who I am. And so I started going back and then they, they started sharing stories like we're sharing. I'm like, mm-hmm. I was a mess. God found me. I've done this and this and this. And God found I'm like, oh, these are real people mm-hmm. who have real lives. <laughs> and, man, and God is okay with them. And that was like, I feel like the beginning of me saying, okay, God, if you can be this God for these people, then I'm okay trying it out. Absolutely. I'm okay trying to figure out who you are and understanding that you're going to accept me for who I am. Because I know people who cuss and love the Lord. Right. <laughs> story in my life. Sometimes, you know, you know, you know. Sometimes they tend to get colorful yeah. with their language. <laughs> I have been there. Right. I have been that was me. Okay. That was me. I, I'm so glad. I'm so far removed from that. And just expanding my 
my vocabulary right, because right. at one point I it was like an out of body experience and I actually listened to myself and I was like you can't keep doing this forever. <laughs> you sound crazy. Yeah, you sound real crazy. Yeah. You can't keep doing this forever. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it is a journey. Mm-hmm. It is a um patience. Right. There's no one size fits all. Yeah, it's no, like, it's no one know, size fits all. Have and we all right. we all have issues. Right. That's just the bottom line of mm-hmm. it. Like we all have issues. We all have something we're going going through, something we're up against, something that we're trying to get over, something we're trying to heal from. Right. Something that we pulling up the root, breaking generational <laughs> curses. Oh, Lord. I'm so tired. <laughs> But if you see me in Sunday service and I'm praying or whatever the case is, just know that that's not me 24 right. 7. Like, I just have to be honest with you um, because there is a time and a place mm-hmm. for everything. For sure. And so, yeah, for sure, like trusting God is going to get easier the more you practice it, it the more you get yeah. closer to Him, the more you start to understand Him. And you can start in the Bible. You can start wherever you feel comfortable. Yeah, wherever you're comfortable with, with trusting mm-hmm. or whatever. And then once you begin to trust Him, then you'll be able to trust people in your relationships, and it'll get easier from there. So, Danny, <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having for me. doing this. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. This our wonderful close out of the IFL podcast. It's been real. We'll yeah. see you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>